Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Andreas with the Bank That Radio Show. And this is the interview. This was actually the first in-person interview, but the second interview of the year, 2019. Uh, a few days just after New Year's, or maybe a day after New Year's, with K-19. Definitely a dope artist. Y'all make sure y'all check out the interview. Y'all are tuned in to the Bank Dot Radio Show, our second uh, episode for 2019. Happy New Year to everybody out there. We have our special guest in the building, uh, K19. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? Had to do it. <laughs> I love the energy. Uh, for everybody out there who doesn't know K19, uh, give us a little um, history lesson. Ooh, so much. Um, Well... From Jones County, Georgia. That's where I represent. That's where I'm from. Um, it's a lot, man. I've had songs in movies. Been had songs overseas. All that, man. It's a whole lot. Um, this is my ninth year being a recording artist. Okay. Um, probably I've been writing since I was twelve. And yeah. So do you, how do you consider yourself? Then you consider yourself like a veteran or oh. a seasoned rookie? Well, well, definitely a rookie vet, I guess. Because I guess not being mainstream <laughs> makes you a rookie still. But as far as doing this, it's been years, man. Consider yeah. yourself a vet. Yeah, I, I don't look at uh, artists as like you know um, their first year. Yeah, this is your rookie year as far as professional recording. You said you've been doing this for nine years, so I look at you as a veteran, Thank regardless you. of how people um, know you. Because that's all about marketing dollars and the budget and stuff like that. But the experience, you can't discount that. Uh, what made you want to start um, recording music? I've always loved music. I guess starting recording it. Um, when it started, when I was 12, I never heard any type of like hip-hop music. Because mm-hmm. like, my parents, they were real religious. I never heard like anything other than what was on the radio. I, like, I, grew, I tell everybody, I grew up on Disney songs. Mm-hmm. I grew up on movie songs. I like that type of music and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... I went to um, my cousin Reno's house when I was like 12 mm-hmm. to his dad's house and um, he had introduced me to all these old Lil Wayne mixtapes, all these old CDs and I was like, man, this is dope. And then I was like, I was, I tried it. I tried making my own little remixes to songs and stuff like he was doing. I was like, I'm pretty good at it. Okay, so as you pursued it, what was the, um, you know, because you've been doing it for nine years now, but back then, what was the um, reaction from peers and family um they like it i don't like my own music but they love it and they supported <laughs> me by like not to be braggadocious or anything but i've always mm-hmm. i feel like i've always had love and support from those around me and stuff and okay so um how would you characterize your style i i when i listened to your song and i was going back listening to some of the stuff you got on youtube like a channel one uh, big ups on all your subscribers that's on uh, YouTube. Thank I'm you. like, that's pretty cool to Thank have you. over I a thousand some subscribers. Cause I know people who've been doing this and the numbers don't add up online. Sort of saying, you. you know, with today's day and age, online and offline are equally important. Um, but to me, you seem like a very uh, diverse artist as far as uh, what you can rap about what you choose to rap about it goes back to coming up like I said on Disney movies man like I said um, that's why if I always tell people if I want to drop a pop song if I want to drop mm-hmm. a country song if I want to do a rock song rap anything um, if I like it it's dope to me you know so okay. so as the um, how has the reception been here in the middle Georgia area for you 
it's grown at first at first and um it's always been there in jones county and i guess east macon mm-hmm. but at first it was like like i guess it's like box that you can yeah. get into in a way but it's got so much more diverse since i moved back home from atlanta i see all these places downtown that have different type of open mics versus club open mics and stuff mm-hmm. so it's been more i did a lot more in the making area in the last year or so and so I say it's it's getting there. It's getting there and making. That's not the end goal, though. Um, how do you, how do you pick your features as far as like who you want to collaborate? Because the um, all the emails I get, you know, some of the artists I know, some of them I don't know. But I was just wondering, you know, how do you, how do you do that? Because everybody got their own different way of doing it. Mm, if the music's good, if they come with it, you know, if it's something they send me and I like, I'm not just finna get on anything. You can mm-hmm. ask. Even my um, cousins who record me every day, I'm, I'm not going to get on just anything. If it's mm-hmm. dope, though, and they come to me with it, they be like, I'll get on that. But also, I work with artists who's really out here working and stuff. You know, I don't want to waste any time or anything. But if you're out here working, you saying, hey, let's go in on a video together. Let's go mm-hmm. in on promotion together. Then I'm with it. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. I have this big thing with promotion with a lot of artists. Um, one, I know what it takes to really push Yes, sir. Um, and put your name out there and to actually start generating a revenue stream. How is that viewpoint coming from someone who's actively recording and putting out music and dealing with uh, other artists and gen- just uh, the industry down here, but then the industry as a whole as well? As far as marketing? Yeah. How do you, you know, how do, what is your view on it? Do you think it's, it's important? Yes. You know, oh, yeah. like some artists don't like to pay for stuff. Hit records aren't made, they're marketed. Uh, I believe yes. I believe it's just yes, it's artists that um just like to pay for stuff, but it goes back to the point. Hit records, I feel the market is very important. Yeah, because I have people who hit my inbox all the time. I got a hit. I'm like, no, well, a hit is not a hit until the people determine it, yeah. and you have to put it out there in front of the people. But you have to have a big enough budget. Uh, that I don't, to I don't do feel that. like that makes it a bad song, but like you said, a hit. You know, a hit is what people know. Is what people and then it's our perspective. <laughs> it's all opinionated. So, so have you um, come across a theme in this area where it seems like there's a sort of like a clash between the older artists and the younger artists? It's the disconnect. I think the young artists they look up and you know they see their heroes. They see all these famous people who get in these scandals and stuff. They see their heroes, then so they be like, I don't want to do that. And it's the disconnect. It's just a disconnect, but it can be. I feel like it can be, you know, a mutual ground between that, you know, and like just like I'm sure when the older artists were younger artists, it was an older generation above them mm-hmm. that was like, oh, we don't like that. So it's it, music evolves, you know. Yeah, it does. Um, so t- tell me a little bit about your um, your process, your creative process. What inspires you, and you know how do you really get to that point to where you're satisfied, even though if you might not like your own music, <laughs> you're um, satisfied at least. I like my I like there. my music now. I like uh-huh. my music now. I feel like I'm growing on myself. But my older music, I can't live. When I said that, I mean I can't really listen to it because I know where I'm at now, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, did I, 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 I get that. But <laughs> repeat the um. The last part of the question again, one time for me, please. Uh, your creative process, like, what's in, what inspires you? Um, I just have to be inspired. It's um, anything from life things, from motivation. Like I said, I'm I'm everywhere with it. I'm versatile with it. So mm-hmm. it can be anything, man. At time, I I if I'm I try to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. 
So if I don't get into so serious to where you're just like, oh, I got to make a hit, got to make a hit, da-da-da. Yeah. So I try to just pick from everywhere, man. Inspiration. So, like, what, what, what's the goal for you? The goal for me, um, of course, is to be successful with it. It's, it's to be, well, what I consider successful with it. And do what I love. Continue doing what I love and getting paid for it. And also reaching people. Reaching people, I feel like I got a positive message. I feel like most of my songs, if not all of them, they have a message in them, a concept behind them that's, you know, just helping somebody, you know. Because it's been real people who've reached out to me before. And, like, with the DJ Coon song on YouTube, mm-hmm. the guy reached out to me, and it was like, he's all the way overseas. He's saying, man, this song saved my life. And to know that my what I'm doing, my music that I'm doing, can have that impact on somebody that's powerful, mm-hmm. man. Uh, it, so. it definitely is. Um I had a question about your, let's see here, created uh, and performed thousands of vocal recordings for most producers. Okay, those are songs, but then it was something else. Over 600 songs covering school subjects. How how was that, uh, creating songs to, uh, like, you know, for the schools? You said you created over 600 songs. For the schools or for the curriculum? Well, cool. Well, that's it. Cool curriculum. Okay, that was um. It's fun. It was different. You know, I like to challenge myself. It's um, and it really works. Is what cool curriculum is. It's like we combine hip hop songs with the whole curriculum from grades K to twelve, and we'll just write a song on top. I learned a lot. I learned mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I probably missed in school, but it was fun, man. It's fun, and it really works. It really works. I've seen kids. I've seen kids, you ask them something about a subject, they don't know nothing about it. Then you play one of the songs, and then they say, oh, that's that, that's that, and that's just different learning. And a lot of people learn can learn something through music. And so I thought it was a dope idea, and going pretty good. That's, yeah, it's definitely dope. And then a lot of work, too. Like It's not me. It's not, it's not me on all 600. I got oh, okay. about a good 200. But, but it's, still, it's, though, that's, that's a lot of songs, <laughs> you know. It's, it's not they're not full length songs. I wouldn't say they were full length songs, but they they get the point to do those is to get the information needed that the kids need to learn. Mm-hmm. And so some will be like one hook, one long sixteen or twenty four bar verse, and then okay. another hook. Gotcha. So, how did your uh, Japanese uh, collaboration with the producers with Mimi and Vivi and Vivi a DFT? Yes, how did that come about? Um, they found me on a site called Looperman where I put my acapellas. And, okay. Um, they reached out to me, and I, I guess they like me and my brother's music. My brother Reno, um, they hit us both up, and they flew over from Japan to come and work with us in Atlanta at a session called Fate at a studio called Faders, and um, mm-hmm. Rio engineered, and it went really dope. I think we did like six songs for them. They ended up putting them on their album. It's out now. Um, called DFT. That's dope. I like how you're moving, and you know, you just keep going. You seem like no matter whatever the situation is, you just push and you just go. That's my purpose, man. <laughs> so where did that, <coughs> for like, I understand, you know, the experience, but the mindset, where did that come from? It's just in me. It got to be in you, not on you. It's just to keep going. I'm not going to, you know, whether it's life, whether it's doubting myself, whether it's insecurity mm-hmm. or anything, it's just in me. It's just... It comes from my kids. It comes from my people around me wanting to see them do better. Mm-hmm. Wanting to see everybody. It's just okay. 
So tell me about uh, this is a wee thing when all the songs um, came to me. I started listening. Now I haven't been able to listen to all of them, but that one really stuck out when I was listening to it. So that's why I put it on the. Why did it stick out? One because of the uh, just the concept. This is a wee thing, you know. You, yeah. That right there, just in the title itself, is a positive message. It's not about individuals; it's about a collective. And when people put themselves to an ideal or to a collective. I feel that you get way better outcomes. So that's why it, it stuck out to me. And then just the whole structure itself, the melody, the the song dynamics, the way it sounds, the, um, all the individual sounds, it just sounds like music I like. It's, it's <laughs> like I said, everything is, is diverse, man. It's, it comes from all types of places. That one in particular, um, I'm sure I was in love at the time. <laughs> well, you know, love inspires. So, that's know, why so. it was based on the love song, but I like what you took from it. And um, it just basically, you know, it takes, like you said, two to work or more than two to work. So with um, your music that you're putting out, are you, because I, I saw that there were two different covers. Um, it looked like covers. The album covers when I used to post on here, were those album covers? It was um, a gold one and then... Uh, let's see here. The gold one that said XIX? Yeah. It was yeah, that was um the right cover for this a week thing. It was on that project. Okay, and then there was another one too. So officially what have you released? I released um My Turn was my first C D when I was fifteen or sixteen. Um I did a collaboration album with my brothers called First Impression. We were called for real. Um Came so far, right before I left for Savannah State, I did XAX in Savannah State and a project called Million Music after that and 19 remixes. And those are all the ones up to date that's been released. So what was uh, what did you release here recently? Recently, 19 remixes. Okay. It's um back in May, a little bit before my birthday is May 18th. So I said, oh, okay. I said, I, um, it really came from a place of just trying to get out of writer's block. I felt like mm-hmm. for a while I was um. Just going through the motions and stuff, and I went, I went a little bit inspired during that time period. So I said, okay, I'm going to try to write something every day. And I came up on remixes, and so I was like, I'll just remix a song, throw it on the ground, probably for 19 days straight. And then when, at the end of it, I put it together and just made a little mixtape out of it. Did you um, press it up or anything as far as yes. physical? Yes, physical. <coughs> How many... Uh, Sorry, other artists hitting me up right now. <laughs> when you pressed it up, uh, how far reach were you able to make? Oh, I got I only got about a hundred of them for now. I plan on getting more, mm-hmm. and I'm working on um, a new project now. All of them put out in just here or Middle Georgia area, or um, I went to um, gas stations. I went to a bunch of gas stations. Took probably about. Ten a piece to every gas station because I try to build relationships with everybody. I believe in that. I believe in building relationships with mm-hmm. those you come in contact with, especially for being an artist. Mm-hmm. So I went to them. Um, we got to get it on a banner, mm-hmm. a little banner thing on the side of a store in gray. Okay. And so you did it on consignment, or they bought them wholesale the CDs for you, or they just allow you to sell them? Like you they, set up that day and you, you know, sold them. Those are remixes, so. I went in. I oh, so you just putting them out? I'm not gonna sell them. Okay. Just give these out for promotion. 
Okay. And so uh, which project was yours that you've actually released that was um, all original where you can sell it? Last one released was Million Music. Uh, how long ago music, was that? That was about two years now. It's going on two years as far as a full body of work. It's been like single since then. Okay. But as far as full body of work, that's why I say the new one's coming. It's time for it. Yeah, I was about to say it sounds like you. Uh huh. About to um, put another full body of work. K nineteen. So I feel like it's time for it. Okay. Um, Didn't you perform recently um, somewhere in the city? Um, all over. You have to tell me. Um, When was the last time you when you had Thirsty Turtle or something? Thirsty Turtle was last. That was last January. I think most recently in the city was November mm-hmm. at Fresh Produce, or was it? It was sep- it was October and November at Fresh Produce. Where it was uh was Blackmail on a ticket with you too, or because I could have swore I saw a flyer with you and did y'all do anything? No, jointly? Blackmail was on the flyer. Okay, November after that show, it was one at um the Rookery. Oh, uh, yeah. The okay, rookery. we did feed the fam. How was it? I had no idea I was performing that night. It went great though. But he um he he was he had a performance there. He called me on stage, and so in the moment I was like, "Well, you can't turn it down." Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you gotta you know please the crowd and stuff. So, so like, what do you um what do you see yourself going now then? Like, cause you've been putting out your music, you've been building your fan base, and you have a good uh, fan base. Where where are you going from now? Global, it's time and it's trying to be everywhere. That's the goal. That's the goal with the cheer songs I do from my regular music from everywhere. I see I've made a lot of international connects. I'll be having my um first overseas show and video shoot and all that. I did a song with a pop singer named Kate Klein, and we'll be going to London at the end of this month. Oh, that's what's up. So, you passport ready, huh? Yes, sir. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. What advice would you give to um, other artists now that are jumping into, you know, music and, you know, I guess because they see what's being put out there on television and the film and they're making it look like it's all glitz and glamour and they're not really showing the work side of it. Learn the business side. Learn about your royalties. Learn about BMI. Get all that in order um, first. And then, um, as far as your music, have fun with it. Remember mm-hmm. why you started, what, whatever the reason it was that you started doing it. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it, um, and work hard. Like I said, this is my ninth year as, as actively pursuing mm-hmm. a career. So it's, it's it takes it takes that footwork. It takes going in and no matter, like I said, no matter what happens, no matter what comes at you, block out the outside noise and just go for it. Yeah. Definitely, I love it. Well, we're going to get into uh, this is the weekend real quick. Anybody out there, if you have any questions, you want to download the be show 917 
next minute we love each other it's crazy how we both try to hurt each other all right y'all we are back and that was uh k19 with this is a week thing uh definitely don't trash it y'all make sure y'all can support it y'all can listen to it here about that radio show you guys can check it out on the making bib fm uh, digital station uh, powered by Indie Plug Media. So just pull out your iPhones, your Androids, whatever. Go to your store, type in Indie Plug Media, and download the app. And the first uh, radio station on there is uh, Making Bill Bad Film. Now, we've had other stations being added to that particular app as well. And I like to say that we are still number one. We are beating out the all competition. I think like K100 is on there now. Power 106 from Tampa is on there. Um, they got some other ones in Dallas and so definitely appreciate all the support that everybody is giving us um throughout the world really because i looked at the analytics and it's like 11 different countries um but back to uh k19 so when can we expect uh this new project i'm not putting a date on it yet i'm terrible <laughs> with putting dates i'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm terrible with dates but sometime this year no later than probably no later than my birthday in may i just want to make sure it's is right, you know. Yeah, no, that, I get it. I understand. So, <coughs> are you doing anything uh, different on this project that you haven't done on other ones conceptually? Like, you know, are you thinking of new, different ways to market it, or different, uh, really creative videos you might drop with it? Or I'm putting the whole machine into it. I'm um, it's a lot of stuff. Like I said, with the singles I've dropped lately, it's a lot of stuff that I've tried and. Now I've tried a little this, try to live that marketing and stuff. So I'm gonna try to put everything, put the whole machine behind it. Of course, new stuff and everything. So um, as far as being a recording artist, um, is there anything that you don't like about the entire spectrum of it? Because um, you being, you know, an uh, independent artist. You're doing more than just, you know, recording your music and writing and stuff like that. You're promoting it. You're making relationships. You know, you're seeing the whole spectrum of the industry as opposed to, like, you know, a piece of it. Is there anything that you don't like about it or mm. anything you would change? Nothing I would change. i say other than, you know, you know the industry. You know, there's people in the industry out to get you, you know. Yeah, other than that, it's, um... That you know you gotta enjoy the process, you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta enjoy the process. You gotta um, nothing that will change about it. It's just I like that. Um, do you think um it's possible for artists to like quote unquote uh I guess like sell out or whatever? Is some fans don't allow artists to grow? Like let's take uh, Hammer for instance. When MC Hammer broke out. He uh, was, which I'm going to call it, successful and got the backing behind him. He was he was in, like, Taco Bell commercials. He was in Pepsi commercials and stuff like that, and everybody called him a sellout. You know, because he, I don't I don't know why they would call it. I would, you know, I was cheering or whatever. I'm cheering for any artist who get deals yeah. and can get other money. But it seems like when fans ride to a particular artist, they don't allow that person to grow. They want them as they were That's introduced. How they came out. That's yeah. How they came out. Um, I believe in letting artists evolve. I believe in letting them evolve. I understand it, you know, because some people, they're you're not you're not at where you started out at, and it's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. So evolving as far as selling out, um, it's a line. It's a line between I feel as far as selling out and trying to grow, but. 
for the most part, it's evolution, man. Like I said, people evolve you. So, um, as far as like I guess business wise, what are you trying to do? Are you building a label, a company, a brand, and then wanting to partner up later on, or if you are you seeking to attract the attention of major labels? Mm, distribution. Distribution. I um I've just I just you watch all these movies, man. You watch yeah. you hear about all these famous people who have sold all these millions of records and they go broke. And then you like you sitting there like how? And so it's nah man, as far as being with a major label, I'm straight on it. Um so it's more of an independent route for me. You know, I have my own um label, real entertainment with me and my dad, we co own it together. We have a few artists, they're fire. And but as far as I, I work with major labels, I work with the artists, of course. I understand that it takes major promotion, major label, label, level promotion mm-hmm. to, to, yeah, I guess, get there wherever there is. But yeah, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm like you. I like independence, but I also understand the need for them, you know. But then <coughs> I also put responsibility back on um, artists, too. Because what is it? Otis Redding was the first uh, black solo artist to keep his publishing, or at least half of it, anyway. So if he did that back in the, you know, with Capricorn, what year? What was it? The fifties, sixties, something like that. Whenever it was, if he was able to, to negotiate that, I believe it set precedence for anybody else after. Um, so you know, I think some people don't want to learn the business side like they should. But because I'm a business type person, I look at it like I don't jump into something without at least doing some type of research to see how the economy of that works or the economics of that industry works. Um, Before I even jumped out there and did my stuff that I did, before I even formed my first uh, promotions company, I was in college and they're reading books about the music industry while I was in class because I had already did my classwork. So... I, I spent like two grand just on books and magazines and all that stuff before I even opened my first business. It's investment, man. That's mm-hmm. research. Exactly. So you know, and you know, I, sometimes I, I understand, you know, them going broke and people taking advantage or whatever. But at the same time, all that glitters is not gold. That's why I don't manage anymore. <laughs> I really don't because I've had uh, situations with uh, different people where. I started managing them, and then they started to show um, potential, and then other people see that, and then the other people start getting in their ear or whatever, and then they won't listen. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know what? I'll cut my loss. You go, you feel that that's your best situation over there, go do it. And, you know, they're nowhere to be found no more. Um, But as far as, you know, even being um, a labor owner, any labor owner, and having responsibilities and stuff like that. How do you, how do you like that? Um, it's fun. It's fun for me. I work. I work with family, man. I understand what you said when you said you know other people would get in the air, but you got to have that communication with them. I feel. Um, that's why most of the people signing me, they they are family and stuff. We work good together. These are people, you know. I, I've worked with a million talented artists. Mm-hmm. So and but, as far as signing them, as far as you know, just being there to have that that's that's trust mm-hmm. that's trust you know and that's trust that they won't you know go do that it's, if it's for the betterment of them we're not no label to where we'll hinder you and be like hey you can't sign with them if that's their choice we manage them mm-hmm. 
So. Okay, so you got to roll out for you, but then you know who's who's coming up next. Um, I'd probably say rock with it, rock with it. Um, the boys, IGD trap, and yeah. So everybody has their own. Do they all have y'all have similar sounds, or do y'all have your own distinct sound? Nobody, nobody sounds the same. It's it's every angle. It's um, you know, it's IGD trap. You know, then with the more street side, it's um me, of course, with my way. It's um rock with it. Them they're more you know newer generation sounding and but and it's then it's fam for life with the more old school joints. Okay, so what has been, I guess, your best highlight thus far? My best highlight, um, yeah. Hmm. I say the the DJ Coon feature is up there. The DJ Coon because it has like I think three million views on YouTube. That's what's up. And um, of course, working with the kids with cool curriculum and stuff, and mm-hmm. the Japanese song, excuse me. The Japanese, um, when they came over and working with them, it's it's been a few. I can't, I can't. I've had so many of them. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I'll be able to choose when bigger and better things come. Okay. Well, uh, for anybody out there who wants to uh, get in contact with you for features or any potential fans who want to follow, what's the best way to uh, reach out? Reach out to me for features. I say reach out to me um through work. With this art W O R K W I T H K nineteen at gmail dot com. Um, if you want to just hit me up, Facebook Keon Bernard or K nineteen had to do it. All my social media is K nineteen had to do it. That's Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spinrilla, Snapchat, all that. K nineteen had to do it. Okay. Well, y'all make sure y'all definitely uh, follow the movement, follow the, uh, what's the label? Real Entertainment at www.4real with an H, R-H-E-A-L dot com. Okay. Um, y'all uh, support the artists out here doing things, especially ones who have the mindset to win and have the talent as well. I uh, appreciate you coming through, man. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Definitely uh, you can come back uh, when you drop the project and then... You know, you got um, artists as well, so That's definitely good. open invitation for you. Well, you'll definitely be hearing, out, hearing from us, man. Um, so, I like to uh, give all my guests um, any final words. Um, Had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. That is uh, K19. Um, y'all make sure y'all check him out. You can also hear his music on the Making Bib FM station via the... Indie Plug Media app. Uh, we're going to hit y'all back again in um, the 19th with a few more interviews. Um, this is Andreas with the uh, Bank That Radio Show, and we are signing out. <laughs>